This is episode 13 of the Pencil Street Physio podcast. Uh, I come with more questions mainly related to perhaps lifting because if people know me, people know that I do do a little bit of powerlifting and these questions are perhaps suited, more suited or more eloquently answered by a strength and conditioning professional, a strength coach or a very, very experienced personal trainer. But in that case, I still can provide, I guess, my opinion at the very least uh, with these questions. So take these with a grain of salt and let me know how you feel. Let me know how you go. So question number one, which one is better? A a dynamic start versus a static start in the deadlift. The static start is where you get into position and you initiate the pull. A dynamic start is where you would actually initiate the stretch reflex. And a good example of that is the perhaps typical start where people bend over, grip the bar, then they will straighten their knees, the hips are high, then they will suddenly drop down, keeping the hamstrings under tension, getting into the their correct position, and then initiate the pull, which is fine. There's no right or wrong way to do it as long as you maximize the mechanics and efficiency of um, the lift itself. The other method that I see people do is the grip and rip. So then they'll take a breath in, suddenly drop down, grab the bar quickly without thinking and pull. This is not a beginner technique. This is more an advanced technique because it needs extreme consistency in order to be in the same position every single time Uh, unless you're a beast probably the best example of this on social media is larry wheels the rolling technique is generally reserved for uh, bigger lifters and i think the best example of this would be either eddie hall or um, hathor bjornsson Uh, if you look at any of their videos they usually start with a bit of a roll so the bars out uh, quite far in front of them they'll grip the bar they'll straighten the knees and then as they roll the bar into them they'll squat down and use that momentum to help with the lift it could help them as their waist girth is a bit more but like i said it really depends on what you're comfortable with at the end of the day as long as you're creating tension at the right spots and your position is optimized for your body type and anthropometric data, you should be fine. Next question is how can people learn to use their quads in a movement? So probably the best example of this is when you're doing squats and you don't feel your quads, which the evidence would say otherwise. I mean, if you're doing a squat or if you're doing any kind of loaded knee extension movement, you are loading your quads whether you like it or not. But perhaps it's rather a question of how you feel the quads in a particular movement. One way you could start off is with a light knee extension machine or even banded knee extensions or whatever to perhaps prime your muscles and then perform the complex multi-joint movement that you're not feeling it in. So let's say that you don't feel squats when you're squatting, when you're back squatting, you might wanna try and do some knee extensions to maybe prime yourself and then perform the movement. Um, This is not 
pre-fatiguing, so you're not taking the lead knee extension to complete failure. You just want to get more awareness. Another trick as well is to perhaps uh, elevate your heels. That will emphasize your quads a bit more. That will get your knees over your toes more and you would have perhaps an increased knee extension moment, which means that you use your quads more. Another way is to regress the exercise. So maybe instead of picking a complex multi-joint movement like a squat, you may decide to do a leg press, which doesn't require as many moving parts to execute the exercise and you still get that knee extension aspect, you still get your legs working and you could perhaps focus more on that knee extension aspect of it um, instead of a squat where you have to, you may have to focus on your torso and your hips and your knees working in sync. Another way is to decrease the weight because if you're not feeling it at 100 kilos, say you might want to drop it to 80 and you may feel it then. So those are little tricks to get you get to get you to use your quads in the movement. Um, in particular with the squat pattern, another little trick you could do is if you could potentially narrow your stance or you could potentially play with um, how turned out your feet are. So you could do a more feet facing forward stance. Uh, it really depends. I don't think it matters too much, but if your goal in that particular exercise is to feel your quads a bit more, then you do need to play with your positioning and start paying more attention to how you execute the movement. Right, last question. How do you speed up recovery? This question is like asking for the holy elixir of immortality. Um, I think the answer is right in front of us, but we tend to ignore it all the time because we're looking for this holy grail. We're looking for instant solutions. And unfortunately, there is no instant solution. If you want to maximize your recovery capacity, then you need to sleep at least six to eight hours a night. You need to stress less or try to anyway. And you need to eat enough. You need to create the optimal environment for gains. If you're not averse to steroids, you could use steroids, but that's not my problem at all. If you're trying to speed up recovery in terms of maybe perceived soreness, if that's what you define as recovery, and again, the best example would be basketball, where if you're playing four or five games a week and you really, really, really need to recover in between to perform optimally and not have the soreness hold you back, so to speak, then you could perhaps utilize um, other modalities such as ice baths or cold immersion. They may be of benefit. Those are the one percenters though. They don't help as much unless your sleep, unless your nutrition and hydration is on point. So that's all the time we have today. If you guys have any other questions, shoot them in. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Now, don't go off into the sunset and blindly do what I may have said or recommended. Seek proper advice from qualified healthcare professionals. Like, comment, subscribe or book in if you would like us to assist.